you guys, like on a positive note, the partner packs and like everything, so much pivoting, like. That's yeah. what I wanted to talk you about. You guys today. are yeah. so smart. Honestly, that's all I've seen from Mitro is things are just better and different and yep. these are gonna all be like add-ons to your brand now <laughs> that just exists after this. Oh, we created a whole yeah. new, like, yeah. we had decked in already, but now, it's given oh us God. the best branding opportunity it's for that. It's so Dad. good. My dad's sending me YouTube videos. Oh, oh my dad sends me YouTube God. videos all the time. It's, so much content. it's always like ACDC so or. Why? And then I feel like I feel rude to my friends. I'm like checking out all the content. It's so much good content. And I'm like, guys, I haven't had a chance for the content. I'm like, Love you, dad. It's always weird shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, let, hang on, let's see what he sent me. <laughs> okay. So, what have we got here, Pete Revs? We've got people wearing muzzles, a talking cat. <laughs> and it's an image of a cat with its mouth open. <laughs> yeah, He's classic. Like you. <laughs> Sounds like an artwork could That's be created out of that. Send me like also videos of like parrots talking. <laughs> it is like your artwork. <laughs> art Talk, a place where artists talk about art things and stuff about creativity to help you do art stuff too. Mitch Rams, hello. Hello, Sean. I'm, oh, he's got the sunglasses on today. I'm feeling like Rick Ross. So I'm going to take a photo out. of this today and I'm going to put this on my Instagram when this comes out. This is Mitch in the studio today, looking like a boss. <laughs> oh man, I'm enjoying these sessions because of the nature of the world right now. We don't really <clears> get to talk to each other that much. It's been know? hectic. It's been the craziest fortnight of my life i mean it's way more crazy than the last time this shit happened too i feel like well let's debrief on that where are we at you know we're mid covid in newcastle again and we've had to pivot big time with the business we have i mean you only have to walk around the streets and places like the junction fair and market town and already see the effect that covid has had on the industry there's a bunch of small you know independent stores that i've seen that have already closed they've just gone nut. Nah, we can't cop this especially with our government not giving us any idea of when we're going to come out of this i think the line is very wavy at the moment i'm super hopeful like compared to other regions we're in a good place but being tied in with the rest of the crew kind of makes it hard to feel up we're going to get out of this anytime soon. Yeah, well, we were in the middle of a bunch of new activations or new things that were coming along, decked out. You know, we'd be in holidays right now or soon going into holidays and we had workshops that were already sort of booking out and we kind of had to give refunds and, yeah. you know, offer tickets back. So, let's talk about this today, how we've pivoted and how that's looking. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like that's the key to a successful small business is being able to adapt to current culture, climates and everything that is unexpected, like what we're experiencing at the moment. And for us, I feel like we're really good at that and that that's what you get from having a, a good team that work together. That's where it comes from, you know. It's important to have a have a crew because you can't do everything on your own. I know we spoke about that a little bit. But, yeah, a range of products that we've had around, you know, decked out. They were workshops where you came to us, but flipping that so we bring... Decked in. Decked in to you, you know, flipping how it works and just sitting down and doing a graph and let the spider web see where it goes to. What happens if we do this? Yeah, that works. No, it doesn't. It's a bit more difficult. That's not going to give us as much profit margin because these are the things you have to think about with business too by taking it from being in-house to then giving it to the people in a different way it also 
takes the top end off. Yeah. So where you, you might have been making 50%, 60% profit on a product, now you're only making that 30 40 And really for us, it's all about just making sure, and I've said this a couple of times, I just want to make sure that my staff feel safe, yeah. including myself, you know? Yeah, and you really walk <clears throat> that talk as well because we've had some conversations, you know, even through our relationship, working relationships and things had to change very quickly. Different revenue news sources were cut off straight away. And yeah, I really feel that from you that you, your number one priority was to make sure that Kel and I felt secure. And mm -hmm. there was some tough conversations around that, but you saw that through and, and we just did what needed to be done. I mean, speaks volumes of you as, as a leader of this organization because, you know, it's very easy for people to talk that, but when it actually happens you got to lead by example. I think there's a couple of ways we can approach this and actually almost step-by-step step talk about a few things that we've done because, for instance, that what can happen in these, these times of, of, of chaos like this is even just these small moments of hesitation or waiting to listen to what Gladys is going to say on the news each day or, or waiting for the news can be too late. And so, for example, the first thing I know that happened when the COVID was announced, you spent like a couple of days on the website and just totally revamped everything. You know, if you go to the Mitch Rebs website two months ago or a month ago to now, it just looks like a different place. So, what was the, the thought process there? Well, I think it was, I had plans that, you know, the business was going to change and there was going to be a lot of redirecting to the website first and foremost because people couldn't come into the gallery. So it was about how can we make this experience feel better than the last? The vision was always there to update the website, but as you know, you get busy and these are things that kind of get pushed to the wayside. So it was just about, all right, let's punch through however long it takes us, whether it's, you know, three days, four days, four weeks. Let's get it done. Let's tick all those boxes and make it feel like there's change because, you know, change on a website's great. People want to come back. You need to create an experience, not just a product. Absolutely. And that's something that I've learned over time too, you know, and I'm continuing to learn and I love doing research into how we can make an experience better for the customer. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, a very dynamic side is what we're kind of working towards there that that's exciting in itself, you know, keeping it current on father's day and updating mm -hmm. the artwork on the homepage every time it's you know there's the one of those types of events coming up and For sure and building in like art talk into the website and one of the things that i've been really excited about was actually rebuilding the whole artist page as well and trying to make that a little bit nicer for the artists that we have in the makers and creators so i think you did an awesome job there yeah thank you the second thing i guess you know our workshops have sort of got cut off straight away it's not something that we can do anymore one of the the biggest assets for the business is those workshops last school holidays you know we had our 200 kids come through over two weeks and so reframing a product i think was something that we did really powerfully here so turning decked out into decked in which decked in was already a thing but we'd only really ever moved 10 decked in you know it was not one of the lead products mm. and so i remember a conversation we had quite quickly and adding value back to the customer was super important for us as well because there is a way to be opportunistic in the wrong way in, in situations like COVID, right? If you look at companies like Amazon and Facebook, like these companies have all grown so much. You know, we're talking like doubling networks of hundreds of billion dollars because of COVID and it's been really through algorithms and, and yeah. data and, and really taking advantage of the situation. I remember the conversation that we had, or at least the intent was, 
yes, there's an opportunity within this, but how can we also make sure that we're adding value back to the customer? So I think one of the big and smart things that we did with our decked impacts was adding a second board and not changing the price at that point at all. So it was like, all right, what's going to be happening here in COVID? There's this singles bubble. So you're allowed to have one person over. We have this product that has one board in it at the moment. Let's add an extra board to add value to the customer and also give them something to do Mm -hmm. while lockdown's happening. Absolutely. The only issue with that is logistics and stock. So... Yeah, it's all well and good for so long to, to chuck in the extra deck and that's something that, yeah, I, I love being able to give that extra incentive to someone to be able to create as a pair because it's nice to be able to sit with your partner or your kids and to be able to be both ways, you know, creativity should be shared. Yeah. But the issue that we're having now is because there's this supply and demand issue with the entire world at the moment and they're shutting down ports and the truckies are going on strike and hearing about all this stuff that's making it harder. Now we've kind of had to tighten those ropes again because we're low on Posca pens, we're low on skate decks. Mm. And unfortunately, it's not good to do that either because you're changing a product where someone sees it last week and it says this and then the following week it says the other and trying to relay that without creating confusion creates more customer service. There's a lot more back and forth and I wish there was a way and I guess social media is a helpful tool but not everyone's on there. I wish there was a way that you could just go, hey, guys, this is what we're doing now. Can everyone hear me? Like, is everyone listening right now? (laughs) But that's just the nature of the beast and for us it's, like I said before, it's making sure that everyone's going to be okay in mm. the end yeah. and figuring out priorities. If, if you know, if someone's going to ruffle their feathers up about, you know, a change in $30 price, well, yeah. we're sorry, yeah. but you know, that's just how it has to go. So yeah, it's a bit of an issue. Art talk. We talk art here and we create it at mitchrevs.com. You know, we sort of heard some things this morning that it looks like it might be another month or so that we're going to be in this. So What's, what's our plan going forward, man? Mm, it makes me, it's really unsettling when you hear these different stories about, you know, our government doing shady shit and, and it all seems like this big business transaction and, you know, it's all like ego. It's like who's going to make sure that their state gets vaxxed first? Mm. And it seems like it's all become very much about that, which doesn't help the small business owner and that's what communities built on Mm. it's real and it's like that's the sad part because i'll do everything i can to make sure that we're okay through this and i know that we will be because we're proactive and we're smart and and i won't let this defeat me but not everyone's in that same boat either not everyone has the capital there to to drive their business through a pandemic Mm. that's also worrying for me too because I don't want to be the person that's doing well through a pandemic while everyone else is failing. Like mm. I want to help those people too. And you look at businesses that flip it and make it not about them and about everyone else is Newey Burger Co. Like you look at Ben, he makes it less about his product and just wanting to help the community. And it becomes about these kindness boxes that he's doing where he gets local businesses who are doing well to s- support whether that's through buying Woolworths vouchers that go in a kindness bag where he makes a batch of pumpkin soup and Woolworths give all this bread and that you find everyone giving colouring impacts and how it can just help people who aren't on that upper end of the spectrum. Where can our uh, followers find Ben and, and what he's doing? Is it just through... Well, yeah, New- Newey Burger Co. Check him out, Facebook, Instagram. If, if you feel like you want to donate, it's going to go to someone who definitely needs it. 
Ben's, you know, a great friend of mine and he's always, since the first time that I met him, he's always been that guy that just wants to help and puts that in front of, of him. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and there's not many people like that in the world. So, mm-hmm. good on you, Benny. Good on you, Benny. Yeah, man, it's, a, it's, it's, been a, it's been trying times, but all we can do is keep showing up every day and, and hopefully some, some, some more decks arrive soon. <laughs> oh, man, tell me about it. As you said, that's one product that we had that we hadn't spent a lot of time on and, and we had a lot of belief in it. And now because of the lockdowns, we're seeing people buy the product and, and we're getting tagged on social media with it. And it, it's so awesome to see the art and everyone having fun at home. How does that make you feel? Absolutely incredible. So good. Like, I've really fulfilled that dream of creating a product that allows people to reconnect with their inner artist for whatever age that is. I feel like it's pretty even when it comes to kids or parents. You know, we've got this date night pack where you get two decks and stubby holders and things. You know, it is it is a date night or a mate night product where you can create with a friend and then, you know, creative kids kids vouchers can be used for the for the kids product as well. But yeah, it's just amazing to be able to see people enjoying this and even better, they're able to put trucks and wheels on it and make it a, a functional skateboard. And that's I guess that's the difference between our product and a lot of the others out there are these skateboards. We make sure that one thing that I pride myself on is good quality product. What that means for the customer is it might be a little bit more expensive, but you'll get that longevity out of it. So things like our puzzles, I'd love to not retail our puzzles at 89 bucks, but the thing is we pay 50 bucks for them, you know, yeah, and yeah. standard retail is 50%. Otherwise, you're going to make no money. Yeah. Um, so all these things like last time we had lockdown, it was the puzzles for us that pulled us through and, you know, this time it's decked in. So I think just businesses out there need to be able to adapt quickly and efficiently to be able to pull themselves through. If you are listening to this and you're a small business owner in Newcastle or, you know, you're an artist, whoever the demographic or the, the person that's listening to this, you know, I can just share a couple of things that I've learned through this as well. So... I've got another couple of businesses that I've been helping through the pandemic as well, a clothing business that's based here in Newcastle. And unfortunately, you know, they had five retail stores that they had to close overnight and had never spent so much time on their online part of the business. And so, yeah, just a couple of quick tips is is just making sure that you're using all of the, the platforms together in a holistic way. So, you know, this business had a mailing list with 16,000 people on it and a Facebook account, an Instagram account, and they had thousands of followers across the board, but hadn't really ever built out a campaign that was consistent across those platforms. So the mailing list wasn't being used at all. The Facebook didn't have a lot of strategy behind it. They weren't linking to the website and the Instagram was the only place that they were trying to focus, but weren't really using the right strategy. They weren't using the reels very often and they weren't, you know, Instagram's a video only platform these days. So, just go out and jump on a place like YouTube and just look at the best practices. My recommendation and stuff that we've done through the gallery as well is this this holistic approach that I call it where, you know, if you're creating a campaign, you're making sure the messaging is similar across the board. You know, if you've got a sale running, just make sure. I know it sounds back to basics, but sometimes it is the basics that work. So, make sure if you've got a campaign running or, or some sort of branding or a new product, you're communicating through all of the platforms at the same time, same imagery, same communication, and just really look at the, all the tools that you have in front of you and what one may be not 
being used consistently with the other and yeah just give that a try and let us know if that helps a little bit well it all needs to integrate right it needs to integrate that's yeah. exactly what i'm saying and it's funny like a lot of people do feel like instagram is that main tool for them because they have the biggest following there mm. it's not necessarily the case no absolutely not mm. you know we do really well through our edms or our mailing lists at the gallery and as I said, this, this business, and it's a couple of businesses I've worked with in the last couple of years have sort of forgotten about the importance of, of mailing lists. You know, we're still getting anywhere between 25 to 50% open rates on, on our emails. A good email will do 50%, you know, and a, an average email will do 25. But if you've got 5,000, 10,000 people on your list, you're going directly into the inbox of, of two and a half, three thousand people. You know, with mailing lists particularly, someone's had to sign that up, you know, and they've committed their details to you. So they're showing some sort of desirability to be contacted by you. Yeah. So it's it's a really powerful place to communicate with people. Once again, even, you know, with this podcast, this will be the tenth episode and and already we're building a bit of an audience here and the people that are listening, you guys that are listening to this feel more connected to us mm-hmm. and through this this is this is helping us with the mitch revs gallery i'm getting messages from people who knew nothing about me and i'm having these cool conversations with people learning a little bit about me you know this is part of us building out the whole message of the mitch revs brands and telling the stories that we want people to know you know and this podcast itself you know we went in with the intention of how can we help people yeah you know but it's definitely going to help the mitch revs brand as well for sure just another thing to talk shit about yeah that's it <laughs> how does your art talk email sean at mitchrevs.com i just want to touch back on that so before i had you on board with us it is very overwhelming when you know what you should be doing you know that it should all integrate and connect that the edm should go out followed by the instagram post paid promotions to get the most out of something but i think for someone who doesn't have someone like you working for them it can seem very overwhelming and almost shake the tree that much where you overcomplicate and overthink it and then you don't actually know where to start mm-hmm. and it almost can be a bad thing so how does someone that doesn't have the money to employ someone to handle all this how do they go about that yeah does that make sense no, that's like, perfect. and I, I have a quick answer for that there's two things that i would recommend there and it is a really common problem and it can be very overwhelming and i really feel that because even with my own personal brand I get that overwhelm and sometimes there is that resistance. You're in a very unique position because you're an amazing creative that's very sure of their work and through your personal portals, you put out stuff that's incredible all the time. But for me, sometimes it's like it is easier to off put it to someone else and just let that happen. For the Mitch Rage Gallery, there's like this, oh, okay, that's just taken care of. But if you're doing this for yourself... The two things that I would recommend definitely is batching, creation of the content. So setting a Monday or a Tuesday aside and creating it all in advance, especially if it's got campaign stuff for the future. So if you know that there's a Father's Day, we've got Father's Day coming up in a couple of days. If we're doing a Father's Day campaign, making sure all that content is created in advance. The second thing is just using a few simple tools. One of the ones that we use at the gallery is, is SCED. Being able to sit down and schedule that all in advance as well, you know, and and that will allow you not to be having to 
worry about it on a daily basis, open mm-hmm. up your app, be on, you know, if you're running a small business like that, it's very likely you've got so many other tasks that you've got to be doing. Even just if your orders go up and you're the only person doing it, then suddenly you have to fulfill those orders. Suddenly you have to create new product. If you start to get some revenue and you want to, you get excited, you want to create, it's very easy to let those parts fall off quickly. So batching has been a game changer for me. That's, that's how we do this podcast. You know, we come in and we film two or three at a time and we're, we're good for the next three weeks. <laughs> you know, we do that with as best of our ability with the Facebook and Instagram at the gallery. The EDMs, we probably don't do a lot of scheduling with just because they're very responsive. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got one going out this afternoon uh, about Father's Day. We try to keep that up our sleeve, but everything else theoretically is taken care of in advance. So, batching, scheduling can be a, a huge game changer when it comes to content creation and, and using that holistic approach. Cool. So, I guess the answer to the question is time management is is the key here. For anyone that doesn't know what SCED is, SCED Social is basically a, a planning application for Instagram, maybe Facebook as well. I'm not sure. Um, you can set multiple accounts. So, we have one for the Mitch Revs Instagram, also the Mitch Revs Gallery, potentially a third one, Pino Picasso. And you can see what the feed looks like. So, you can see all your tiles. You can jumble it around. So, if you want your feed to look a particular way, you can scan schedule the posts before they actually go up. You can preload all your comments, your descriptions. I think you can even schedule stories and things like that as well. So I think Reels is the only thing that they don't, they don't do these days, which yeah. is a bit, bit of a shame. The last thing there probably as well is even Instagram has a creator's account. So if you just search for creators on Instagram, they're literally giving you best practices on a daily basis. So just maybe spend that one hour a week trying to keep up up to speed on what the best practices are on the platforms. Because like, as I said, the big shift that Instagram's made recently is saying that we're video only. So if you're trying to get sales through Instagram and you're still just putting out images, well then there's probably a lot of creative time that's being wasted because I've seen accounts like that. I've worked with accounts like that quite recently where they haven't pivoted or they don't want to pivot to video. And so they're just putting out images, the same stuff they've been doing and their engagements dropped from like 50, 60 likes to like five. Mm. And so there's, it's almost wasted energy and it's, it's no wonder that they're not converting anything through, through that. So it comes back to that efficiency of all the time. We don't have a lot of time as business owners. You know, we, it, it is a finite resource. It's our, our most finite resource. It's the most valuable thing that we have is our time. And so if you are using these platforms and you, you're still using models, I think that's one of the, the advantages of having me on board with the gallery is like I live and breathe this stuff, you know. I listen, my podcasts I listen to are marketing podcasts. I get into my brain, I get mm-hmm. I get this knowledge pumped every day. So, it's very easy for when you come to me and say, what do we do here? I, I just know the answer. So, if, if you are able to maybe just schedule a little bit of time each week to follow the creator page, it's like everything's on YouTube. It's just there in front it's of us. There. Just type in best practices for EDM. There's a great website called sumo.com and Sumo have their blog articles and it's it's a marketing website and they have days and days of content out of social media marketing, email marketing, YouTube, anything you can 
you want. They can give you templates for your headers and your subject lines for your emails. And they can give you best practices for, for creative for every industry you can think of. So sumo.com is also a really good one to go and check out. And, and you can thank me later for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, it seems like a, a very common thing for people to feel overwhelmed with trying to tie it all together. And I guess that's the ma- main reason, unfortunately, why a majority of small businesses fail within the first five years because mm. you know a lot of planning is involved life gets crazy and you know if you can't put one foot after the other and you trip up it's pretty easy to you know fall down this down the slippery dip so planning is definitely key i think that's one thing that i pride ourselves on at the gallery and making sure everything's in order so uh, you you definitely are you're yeah. the most ordered person <laughs> i've ever met and it's so good because that's one of the things i'm learning from you man is is yeah, I really respect that about you, bro. It's yeah. Come in the gallery some days and you can tell if Mitch is beating because it's absolutely spotless. I've wiped down your fucking desk. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yeah. man. Well, that, that, was, that, that was great. I, we didn't have any plan for that one. We just rode the wave of that conversation. I think there was heaps of value there. I think so too, mate. Like always, when you speak from the heart, it comes naturally. So thanks for your advice. <laughs> Cheers, man. Art Talk with Mitch Revs and Sean Wood. Pain us a five-star review on iTunes.